MLM Nation, episode 716. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built a team of over 200,000 and is now a full-time MLM coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us now. Let's do this. Hey, MLM Nation, Simon Chan. Before we start the show, Here's some good news. I have a couple spots open for one-on-one coaching. This is hands-on, intense, one-on-one coaching where I give you my cell phone. I look at the social media posts you wanted me to, whatever you want me to look at. I look at your presentation. I look at the exact words you're using and why you're getting stuck. This is the fastest way for you to get results. If you're interested, please apply at mlnation.com forward slash coaching. Again, that's mlnation.com forward slash coaching. ML Nation, this is Simon Chen. I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Annika Martin. Annika, are you (laughs) ready to make it happen? Oh my goodness, you have no idea. This is like a dream come true with you, Simon. I I have been watching your podcast and been listening to you. So you are giving a little girl her dream today. Let me tell you that right now. (laughs) Anyway, for those who don't know about Annika, Annika Martin was told her entire life during school, that she was Mm. dumb and she had a low IQ. But what people didn't give her credit for was her excellent social skills and high EQ, which is emotional quotient. Annika was a jack of all trades, did many different things, but always had an entrepreneurial spirit, but just never found her vehicle until she discovered network marketing. Today, Annika is a multiple six-figure earner with almost 2,000 people on her team. So, Annika, I've given ML Nation a brief intro, but please take us to your background. What were you doing back then, and how did you discover network marketing? You know, it's interesting because I, and thank you so much for that intro, uh, I said no to this business for five years. Five years. And I have those forehead-slapping moments on a constant basis because I think back to where my where my life is now and the journey it's taken on me with me now. But I I said no for five years because I literally didn't think that I could sell a thing. I could lead anything because my whole entire life, like you just said, everybody told me I was dumb. Nobody actually told me that I had this emotional and social IQ that would serve me far greater than any IQ or book smarts out there. And don't get me wrong, Simon, I love a book now. I I'm a student of life and I will take anybody's education on. But for me, and when I started, I, I've come from, I used to be a cake decorator. I did eyelashes. I did spray tans. I did anything that I could do to work from home because I really wanted to stay at home. I was Back then, I was a single mom. And I don't know if you guys, if it's called welfare over there, but we call it Centrelink over here. And I was super happy, you know, with my my little check every month and I could be a stay-at-home mom and have a bit of an entrepreneurial spirit like in my own closed walls with no judgment. Nobody knew I would fail. Nobody knew if I was doing any good. I just kind of did my own thing, right? But when I was introduced to this, I just kept saying I'm not good enough. Like who would want to listen to me? Who would want to be led by me? And then when I finally hit my rock bottom, I'll, I'll never forget it. I was on 
I, I think I told you this. I, I went to an event and events, guys, if you if your company has events, you need to go to events because events is where you are made. You have those aha moments. You're you're having that 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 big breakthrough of seeing what is truly capable. And that's exactly what I did at an event is I went there as and, you know, you might not know this, but like as a, like a team leader and as a goal, I think I was on, you know, a couple of hundred dollars a month. And I was I was stoked with that. But I sat in the nosebleed section of this event and, you know, I think I did get a nosebleed at one stage. (laughs) But I sat there and I I looked down at these women and they were like these little ants and I was hearing story after story. And to me, it sounded like, and not that I think I am better than anyone else, but I looked at them and I went, you are no different than me. You are no different than me. And what they what they taught me at that event was bravery. And I came home and I, you know, I'd been in the business, I think, you know, dipping my little toe in for about a few months. And I came back and I went to work. And I hit top ranking about three and a half months later. I was at a six-figure income about six, it's about three and a half months later. And I didn't do it with a huge team. I did it with a little team because in in in, in ours, like people only become in our business if they want to be in the business. There's no customers that become social marketers or anything like that. But, you know, it's been it's been such a journey. And to me, our our field that we're in, this like multi-level marketing, our MLM, our, our lives, our entrepreneurial spirits, every single one of you, it's it's a self-development plan with a comp plan attached. You know, to me, it unlocked and, and I'm sure you hear so many people come on and tell you this about their, their journey. And and even like, you know, you know, there's so many people out there that say, oh, I hit my rock bottom and this is what happened because we kind of all need to get to that stage to find the true inner, you know, goddess or, you know, hero or the story that you're trying to create. But to me, like this is the platform and and it always seems to unlock this this self-belief in, in all of us. And, and I see it happen time and time again with every single person that joins these companies. You said you um, could, you felt you couldn't sell and you're not good yeah. enough. And I think a lot of people who are listening to this, they can relate to that. They love the profession. They love the products and services, but they feel like they couldn't do it. How did you build that confidence? Was it something like at that event it happened immediately or something that was gradually built over time? Yeah, that's a great question. and and. I'll, I'll answer it very quickly with one word swap. I don't, I don't sell. I help people. Mm. Like that, that is the word swap that just blew my mind. Uh, and still today, I don't wake up and go, hmm, okay, guys, who am I going to sell to? Who am I going to go out there and you know be spammy tammy and go and like get in people's faces? I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking, okay, who am I going to help today? And that also discovers guys from your product. Like I understand we are a brand. I understand that we are the ones that they buy us. They don't buy the product, everything like that. Whatever product that you guys are selling. But if you believe as well, like the belief that can come behind either your compensation plan or the belief you can bring behind your product, you don't sell a business. You don't sell a product. You help people in this world. And if you can transfer that and, you said the word serve um, when I first, you and I heard each other. And I and I love that word because it is, it's true. Like it, it doesn't get old. People who are out there helping, money will always follow. Like people will always come because they truly feel your heart and what you are intentionally trying to do. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Because um, if you feel like, well, go send off five messages, you feel like selling, you know, you feel bad about selling, but you feel like I got to help people. And then definitely very much more motivating. But what about I'm not good enough? Like, why would someone join me? Or uh, how can I lead a team? How did you build that confidence? You know, today, even today, Simon, I would still have leaders guilt. I would still have leaders guilt. And, and to me, I always try and outwork everyone underneath me. And yes, and I think that's just my competitive streak. I'm the youngest of six. I always wanted more. I wanted to be heard more. And hence, I think that, you know, the high school thing of everybody saying I didn't have an IQ because I didn't actually stop talking. Um, But I always wanted to be more. And that whole good enough thing, the only way I came around that and the only way that if you guys are, uh, are starting out as leaders and you're starting out with growing your team and, you, and you're starting out with your own, you know, identification on <clears throat> how you want to be or how you want to feel good enough, stay one step ahead. Be the educator. So even, and, I, and I'm talking like, don't think you need, you need to be teaching high grade stuff. Teach the little things. I can't tell you how many people in my business still today, like big leaders, they they wouldn't know some of the little parts because this business moves so quickly and people get missed. So if you are constantly educating your team, you will always feel good enough because there's always a thank you behind that. There's always that moment of somebody saying, I didn't know that. Um, with any, with how, however big your organizations are. So stay one step ahead. That that's my that's my motto on how I get around ever feeling like, you know, I'm worthy. Mm, that's good. And it goes back to what you said. You're not selling, you're helping. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, if you can help, you just focus on helping one person. You reach out to one yeah. person. You're helping them. You're staying one step yeah. ahead. And taking what you learn, sh- sharing that, because when you do that, you you get better at it. Yeah. Right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. What was a, what was a light bulb moment? I mean, you, you did talk about the event, but was there another light bulb moment where your business really, really started taking off? Yeah. Uh, again, I love your questions. They're so good. Um, they, they make my brain go zing. Uh, what the other light bulb moment for me was when I learned strategies. So I learned strategies and I learned platforms. So what I wanted to do is I was moving too quickly. And at the beginning, and let me tell you guys how much I was doing this because I wasn't obsessed. I was like, uh, I can't even tell you. It, it was it was everything to me. I slept it. I, and as soon as I woke up, I was like the ping. I was out of bed. I was running to my computer, my phone. I was running to my notepad that was like, you know, thick as anything. And I had three of them and I was always going back to stuff. But the what I was doing is I was burning myself out. And it wasn't duplicatable. And I know that word duplication comes around so much in our field, but it's it's true. You need to understand, you need to find a platform or a system to help people so that they can plug into it. So by the time they got to me, they were already somewhat coached in, in, in a little bit of a higher grade. So the light bulb moment was when I set up either in, the, in back in those days, God, I sound old. I've only been in this business for four years. Back in my day, <laughs> I, I, we had Facebook groups, right? So we would use only Facebook groups and it would be like, you know, guide one, guide two, guide three, and you'd send them there. Now we have, you know, like a five days to launch where it's kind of like a boot camp. You send them there and you, you, you drop them in and you spit them out. 
But the other thing now, and if, if any of you aren't using Boards app, that has been a game changer for our business because we took the power off of Facebook as well, just in case, you know, not that Facebook's going anywhere, but you never like to put all your eggs in one basket. Um, using even Boards app and, and having a new social marketer sign up and, and showing every single uh, social marketer or, or, or business partner that comes in on what to plug into. So the light bulb moment and the hyper growth was giving the team and everybody who came in somewhere to go. Okay, I've got a customer. What's next? This is what you do next. And in very simple terms, guys, like don't call it, you know, um, big names. Like call it something. And remember, if you guys are big, high leaders, think back to the moments when you first started. Like how do you simplify the business strategy to get the social, get, get the business partner to their first check? The moment I streamlined that, Simon, was my light bulb moment of hyper growth, and, and, and it continues to be. And I continue also, um, just to finish on that, is to constantly change it up. I, I can't tell you how quickly our business moves. And, and all of you, because we use social media as the platform, Yes, I take my hat off to people who are still door knocking or doing home visits. You guys are awesome. You're, you're out there slugging it away. But we have so many platforms now with social media that it's so quick and it can change at the drop of a hat. So we're constantly changing up our, our systems and our platforms. So the moment I sort of plugged into that, Simon, it was a game changer and hyper growth. Let's switch topics a little bit. I think this is a big part that a lot of people don't talk about because uh, people talk about systems, prospecting, but EQ. Emotional quotient. Because I just had someone uh, talk to someone yesterday. She's been stuck at her income level and uh, she works very hard, talks very fast. But I can immediately tell she had very, very low EQ. Because once I gave her some feedback, she wasn't very too happy with it. You oh, know, really? I mean, I'm like, well, if you can't take my feedback, how can you mm. take the, how are you going to deal with prospects or people that laugh at you or say mm. no to you or downlines that quit on you that say you're a mm. bad leader? How does someone develop emotional quotient, EQ? Yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, if if you can't take feedback, feedback is the breakfast for champions. Feedback is everything. I will even say at, at my level, I even want feedback from anyone. Like I will ask in the moment. I, I, I don't care if I get feedback from somebody who's been in the business of day one. And I'll even ask people for feedback who have gone through my systems and said, how did you find it? Was it confusing? So to be able to have an emotional IQ and empathize with, with people who are trying to either give you feedback or being able to connect on that emotional level, it's super important in our business because you know, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Like that, that was such a great I, um, you know, line for me is, and that's how I, that's how I build. And that's how a lot of successful business people build in, in our industry, because if you've got no heart in this, or if you've got no way of being able to take that constructive criticism, and I said the feedback for chat, feedback is the breakfast for champions. You can't grow because we get, then you're just like this big guy who doesn't seem to want to grow yourself. We're, we're here to learn. We are always students of life. Always. Yeah, yeah. Because like, um, it's how you react to things, right? Because everyone yeah. goes through that. And, and you have to learn. And I think sometimes being aware of your emotions, awareness is the first part. I think at the beginning, we let small little things bother us. But as entrepreneurs, yeah. you got to be, you have to develop that mental toughness. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, you go back to that self-development plan, self, you know, having a self-development course with a comp plan attached. If you don't grow as a person in this business, you, you, you just, you flail around. You have to be that, that person that people want to follow. And if you can, if you can truly educate yourself with that, like I, I'm, I'm always um, l- listening to something, whether it is podcasts, whether it is a book, whether it is you, whether it is somebody who is doing something different, uh, and and if I get one one nugget out of it, then 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 I'm happy. I don't care if it it took me 30 minutes, and and I'm a bit of a um, I'm a bit of a nuffy because I love a shower podcast. Like I'm in the shower, I'm getting ready. I, every morning. <laughs> Because it, it feeds my soul. So as as everybody, you know, and being able to take feedback or being able to empathize with people, and um, and I don't know how many of you have had a hundred lives, but I feel like I have. Like I could, I, and in my in my business, me personally, I I have a seventy one year old who is one of my top 10, 10, um, 10 customer bases. So she gets one of like her, the biggest customers that in in my business and then I can have an 18 year old that starts the business so our culture and in that word culture people talk about that a lot is is everything and it starts from you so if you are the person that goes oh no I don't like feedback or I don't like to take that or don't don't say that to me and you know this is the my way or the highway it's gonna breed down if you can breed that we're listening. I love that idea. And even when you validate somebody's opinion, like Simon, if you said something to me today, I'd go, and I wasn't happy. Uh, one, I would say, you know, thank you so much for being honest with me. I'm going to go away. And, and if you can't handle that opinion right now, go away and digest it and come back to it. But a reaction will never, and if you're not happy with it, a reaction will never serve you ever, especially in leadership. Yes. Uh, that's a really good tip there. Just to walk away and think a little bit about it. Um, hmm. there's nothing one of my mentors taught me it's like don't ever make a big decision or reply back to someone until you take a shower since you mentioned the shower <laughs> podcast because in the shower you all of a sudden all the great ideas or the aha moments come in the shower right and that all kind of calms you down a little yeah. bit instead of reacting yeah yeah and you know you know what's a really good, good um you're gonna laugh at me here simon uh i have this thing called a chalk pen um, now, uh, my, my, uh, my partner, he has Domino's franchises. Um, do you know Domino's? Pizza? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he uh, has this thing on in, in, he has in, in his business called a chalk pen and it writes on anything. So I'm in the shower with a chalk pen because the best ideas come in the shower. So sometimes <laughs> I'll end up with a, with a shower full of all of my ideas. Um, and yeah, chalk pens, guys, in the mm. shower. You know, There's uh, a nugget. One of the best advice I got uh, was from a guy who he's worth like a half a billion dollars. Yeah. I asked him, what's your best habit? And he said that he spent 30, and, and this goes, the reason I'm sharing this with you, it goes back to the shower. It's yeah. because he spent 30 minutes a day thinking with no inputs. I think the reason why the shower works, because normally when we're working, we're always doing things, right? The phone, the email, the messaging's calling, we're always working on something. And when you're showering, you're not doing anything. Like it's almost all the aha moments come. And yeah. so then with that, his, his habit is 30 minutes a day where he's walking or exercising, but no inputs. And he's yeah. all the, all the problems, all the solutions, his problems come right there. And then he gets to work. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's like a meditation, but no, no music or yeah, no music, no inputs. Because actually, everything that inputs affects your brain, right? Affects your thinking, yeah. your, your thoughts. Like you may hear yeah. a song, makes you think a certain way, but there's no inputs. He just walks in silence. Yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah. he see, or he sits in silence. All of a sudden, the solutions are right there, man. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, I, I'm incredibly spiritual, and I always think that there's constant messages out there trying to you tell you things, whether you're open to listen or not, and being able to cut out that white noise and having that opportunity and giving your your, your soul that opportunity to to hear it. Uh, yeah, I'm a big, big believer in that. Hence hey, the chalk pen. <laughs> yes, the chalk pen. Hey, this is uh, my uh, favorite question. What is, what is your worst moment in network marketing to the point that maybe you even had doubts or regrets you did this, but you didn't quit and that's why you are where you are today? Yeah, you just made, uh, yeah, I just, I kind of sunk in my chair there when you said that. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to do it with two, two answers, but I, 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 our business and, and, and what the field that we're in is, is so like hypersensitive. And that's why we, people who normally, um, uh, entrepreneurial people really need things that move quickly or keep them occupied. So hence, I was always, uh, the jack of all trades, and I was the master of a couple. But the I love that about this business that it constantly keeps me on my toes. There's always something to learn, and I hustle like I have been in this business day one. Right? Don't ever think that you're bigger or you're better than anyone else because you never are. But my my down moments was um, switching back to the they're not they're not good enough or not being able to set my boundaries and then. Um, affecting my children. Like to me, that was because I am an obsessive. Um, when I when I love something, um, whether it's my children, whether it's other things, we can get so caught up in this business. And I think the moment that I realized that there was no boundaries that I had set for myself, um, I know I needed to go and really work on. Like anybody who said something to me, Simon, Anaki, can you be on this Zoom at 8 p.m.? Yep, yeah, I'll be there. You know, and other people were like, oh, I've got kids, I can't do it. Well, I've got kids, but I, I was the first one saying yes. I was the first one up. I was I was the only one doing the you know the the business zooms or so. To me, when I realised that I had I hadn't set any boundaries and it was affecting my family, and I think that's one big thing that we can get so caught up in and we forget about why we're doing this. Um, that was a really down moment for me, and then having to put those boundaries in place without having to feel the guilt. That I was letting anyone down because I had set the bar for what my team expected of me. Um, so you just be careful, you know, when you do set that bar. And I know a lot of people go, oh, I'm, you know, I work from nine to five and that's great for the everyday person. But in this business, in our business, we do, our business never sleeps. We, we go to the shops. Hey, how are you? What are you doing? Do you, well, are you happy in your job? You know, like I'm constantly talking, whether it is belly to belly, whether it's, you know, on the phone, whether it's in a text message, anybody comes into my contact, they're going to know about who I am and what I do. So our business is never sleep, guys. And to me, that was one moment of going, what have I done? And, and, And why have I not thought about my boundaries? Yeah, it's tough. I think people are go getters like us. We want to be, you know, all out as parents all out in business and sometimes something has to give because i've definitely been there uh not setting boundaries so what boundaries do you have i'm just curious what boundaries have you set 
Well, still, still a learning progress because I still very much are a, am a yes woman. But you know, I used to do a Zoom every night when I got the kids to bed, and and you know, the, the biggest thing is not. I realized I wasn't empowering down, and if if there's only one, and, and I'm going to speak to speak for myself in the third person. If there's only one Annika, then then what am I doing this for? I'm, I'm I can't I cannot always be there. The, the aim of the game. And, and the goal is is to grow the, the, the baby so big that you can go, here you go, <laughs> you take it now. Or I'll always be here, but, you know, bring up the next leader, the next leader, so you can go start something, um, you know, an, a, another, whether you guys do lines, whether you do binary, whatever, whatever your, what your businesses are, that you can go then start other teams and start other, other people up. Uh, so to me, it's the boundaries are as much as I can, I empower down and I have some incredible leaders. Like I'm very blessed. And my, my leaders that, that work with me, I, I, I make them my best friends. Like I'm, oh man, I know their kids. I know their husbands. I know what's going on. I know what, you know, their favorite foods are. I know everything about them because I, I want to have that relationship with saying, Hey, you know, I, I need you here. or I need you there. So um, my my bound my biggest boundary now is I ask myself, is that an, is that a me job? Do I need to do that, or can I mm. give that to my personal assistant? Can I give that to one of my leaders? Can I make that leader a superstar today? And and sometimes you know Simon, it might not even be a leader. It might be somebody who's just really upranked in their customers. And I'll go, hey, can you go and teach that to the team today? Can you come up? Can you come on and can you uh, host the whole Zoom today with training and tell us tell us what you're, how you're being successful? So that that's one of my biggest boundaries right now. That's do I good. Have to do it? Yeah. Do I have? To? Hey, um, how important is consistency to success? Oh, I love that. And I cannot wait for you to come in and talk to my team because those seven keys to con- consistency is so, is, is imperative. <laughs> I got, guys, like if you aren't staying consistent, you know, you're going nowhere. And it even, and we talk about consistency, consistency can be whether you're running, whether you're stepping, whether you are walking, whether you are crawling consistency is anything. It can be, you can put your head on your pillow and go, okay, I talked to, and we're talking small here. I, I talked to one person about my product, one person about my opportunity, and I connected with one person. Like, guys, you know, like, cut yourself some slack. If you can only do three three people, do it. But you're, you're staying consistent to whatever your non-negotiables are. But if you want hyper growth and you want the big checks, you know, you gotta you got to up that consistency. But the people that do stay consistent and they, when they put their head on their pillows, they're like, I've done my non-negotiables. I, I, they're without, right, without you know, any, any fault at all. They finish every single day of what they're supposed to do. They're my big players. They, they are my workhorses. They, they always find success. And whether they get breakthroughs today, they always get it later on. And you got to think, gang, you know, back, whatever you're doing today, you will benefit two weeks from now. Hmm. So don't sit there and go, you know, I've been posting for four days or I've been connecting with four days and I've got nothing. Guys, you are two weeks behind whatever your action is. So so go your two weeks without without judgment, without um, the thought of expectation of you're going to have this huge business in those first two weeks. Whatever you do today, you will benefit two weeks from then and then it'll keep rolling. But that consistency, that word is everything in our business because what that does for your audience it shows your credibility 
I don't know about you guys in, you know, in other countries, but for us in Australia, I don't know if you heard this saying before, like a tall poppy syndrome. Australians have it. Like they're like, oh, you watch Annika, she's going to fail. And, and let me tell you, I had the haters. I had the haters. And I love that I had them because I thrive off of people telling me I can't do something. I, I, I honestly, I look for it. And not that I'm looking for the negative, but I, I truly do love it because I love proving people wrong. But if you are showing up every day and staying consistent, they're like, oh, you know what? She's gone anywhere. Oh, my goodness. She just went, you know, she just got this. Oh, my goodness. She just got that. And this is where you guys need to also show with your consistency, show your success. And if you don't have the success yet, show people in your team success. So show, like, even if they are a cross line to you, go call somebody out because one that's going to make them feel great about themselves, their friends are going to see it because they're going through exactly what you're going through. So let's say if you've got a friend called Megan and you're like, oh my gosh, look at Megan. She's been in the business three months. I'm so proud of her. She's just done this for her life. What an incredible superstar. I love the business that I'm in, right? Nobody knows that she's not in your business. Right. She's she's a part of your organization, but she's not. She's cross-lined to you. But people are going to see that there's success around you. And that's going to make Megan feel amazing. So being able to stay consistent and show success, whether it's in your form or somebody else's, edifies you and edifies your company. Yeah, I think that's the, one of the biggest mistakes. People are like, I don't have any success. So I have nothing to share. No, because ultimately people are not buying. buying. You're, you're just the messenger. They're buying the business, right? So you mm-hmm. share that. You should always be, as teachers, be a collector of stories. Every success story in your company, whether it's downline, sideline, crossline, you should be sharing them because your prospect is not going to know. And like you said, I like what you said, you're giving value to the other person. You're making that person feel good. You're inspiring them to do more. So really good stuff. I like that. Hey, something important for you, ML Nation. I know you have goals because otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. And for every goal you set, you need a consistency system in place. And if you haven't said it, that's why the number one reason why goals fail. And I talk about this in the consistency system. In the book, we talk about the seven components and how if you implement these seven components, you can be successful and achieve whatever you want to achieve. It allows you to have the consistency and to maintain that momentum and get results. Uh, also, you need to be emotionally consistent by taking the daily EQ quiz and also get over rejection. And in the book, I talk about a 10-step rejection killer. Anyway, if you haven't gotten a copy of the book, the reviews are awesome. Uh, people have been loving it. You can check out the reviews on Amazon.com. And also make sure, don't forget your free bonus for a limited time if you get a copy of the book. And you, I know you may be on a tight budget. That's why I made the book just 99 cents. The digital version, just 99 cents. You can get a free companion workbook. Uh, it's $25, the free companion workbook. So I'm not even making any money out of it. Okay. For 99 cents, you get a $25 workbook in there. I want to make an impact on you. I appreciate you for listening. And now it's really time for you to take the next level. It's fine. Time for you to take the consistency pill. So head over to consistencypill.com. Hey, you've been amazing. I feel like I could talk to you for uh, forever. And you were like nervous beginning. Well, Simon, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, are you asking me questions? Are you giving me the, are you giving me the floor? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. But you've been all say, thank you so much. Um, as we go towards the end of the show, some quick questions to pick your brain. All right. And yeah. these could be quick one sentence line, liners. So the first question is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Okay. Can I give them two? Can I give two? Sure, yes. I like to give more. You know me. 
Okay. Uh, my, my biggest, my two biggest, right, that whenever I feel that, you know, that itchiness of, oh, that makes me feel a bit nervous, write this down, guys. Closed mouths do not get fed. So, and, and the closed mouth can be any, any, any part, whether it's a posting, whether it's going live, whether it's doing reels, whatever you're doing, TikTok, you name it, closed mouths don't get fed. So if you want a big business, you not educating, you not posting, you not opening that beautiful mouth of yours, you're not going to get any success. Closed mouths don't get fed. That's, the, that's one of my, my, my favorites. Now, the other one to combat the thought of people's expectations is there's this one. People are going to talk about you no matter what you do. Give them something exceptional to talk about. And, and the, the, the businesses that we are in, the entrepreneurial um, companies that we're all a part of, it is exceptional. Entry fees are low. Success can be huge. You have everything at your fingertips. We all start with exactly the same opportunity. It's just what you do with it. That's and brilliant. give them something exceptional. I love that. Because they're going to talk about you anyway. That's what people do. Yeah, people gossip about you, talk behind your back, so you might as well give them something exceptional to talk about. Yeah, yeah, love it, love it. Annika, what's one habit that's helped you become successful? Honestly, it's going to sound cheesy, but the self development. You, if you have hit the lid, and I, I, if you have hit the lid of your leadership, if you are stuck, if you are sitting there and going, "Oh my gosh, uh, that's it," you know what? I think I've hit it. Uh, um, I don't know where to go. Go and do some leadership. Go and go and go and improve you. When you improve you, it, it explodes again for yourself. And the other habit as well, guys. If any of you are stuck, I keep giving two. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, the other habit is if you are stuck. The only reason why you were stuck is because your list is dried up. Keep having conversations. Keep adding to your lists. If your list dries up, that's that's the only time when anybody says to me, "Hey, Annika, I don't I don't I don't know where to go anymore." I said, "Show me your lists. Show me who you're talking yeah. to. If you've always got someone to talk to, you're never stuck." Uh, in terms of personal development, uh, aside from the shower podcast shower, when do you do your reading or your learning? What am I reading? When? When are you? Oh, when are you? Oh. Yeah, so both. So I like to obviously finish um, my night with something. So I love, you know, the 5 a.m. club right now is just got, if you guys haven't read the 5 a.m. club, it's just beautiful. And it's a little bit around our field. Uh, and there is 100, and like maybe 200 quotes in it. And even if you Googled um, 5 a.m. club quotes, there are quotes in there that just blow you away, even if you don't even want to read the book. So even when when I go to inspire the team, I'll, I'll, I'll read one of the quotes off of that book. So I read either at nighttime, I'll, re- I'll do podcasts in my ears when I exercise um, because I can switch off and in the shower as well. So they're my three times that if, if I have that moment, and even if it's 10 minutes, even if it's four minutes, I tend to give the team every morning, and this is because I'm, you know, I have high expectations, but like I try to give the team every morning something little and I don't go over I rarely go over six minutes I'll look for six minute motivational um videos on on YouTube I'll find it I'll listen to it myself I'll see if it's relevant and then I'll send it through and I'll do a quote about what I've listened to and that that to me like that's always the, the team love it the team love waking up to me saying good morning to them and that I've shown up that I'm doing self-development already in the morning and I push it I push it on them too <laughs> What's the best piece of advice you ever received, Annika? 
it was a bit of tough love actually um and you know I obviously I can't swear but um <laughs> it was stop you know let's call it faffing about stop faffing about and and stop being apologetic for your business go after it so to me my message became very clearer with that and I became very much more unapologetically myself um I stopped you know going oh and you know how I said that word before about help oh do you want to you know buy my product or join my business oh I stopped doing that I started being far more direct and and it was just that one and to me I I'm again I love I love direct people I love I don't like I don't like fluffy advice back I would rather you say tell me the problem and let me go find the solution. So I, I like to get straight to the point. And, and this person that day, I asked for feedback on 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 what I was doing in my message, and that's what they had said to me. Um, and I and I changed my whole entire attitude about a lot of things in my company. And I stopped thinking I was being too, um, you know, fluffy about my 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 approach. And I became far more direct. So like, let's say if somebody followed me, I would tell them straight away, "Hey, thanks for the follow, but." This is this is what I do. This is who I am. If you ever want X, Y, and Z, because they're following me. I went directly always after the people who wanted to know me. I never ever stopped that. Um, and it was because of that one person telling me, stop, you know, fluffing around about what you do. Go after it. Three more questions. It can be really quick, one word answers. What's your favorite prospecting tool? Zoom, phone call, or webinar? What do you like? My whole life's done in Messenger. My whole life. But if I get you on the phone, you are mine, baby. You okay. are mine. <laughs> What's your favorite app on your phone that's not a social media app? Can I say boards? If that, because that's yep, boards. Yep. Boards. Guys, boards, 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 boards. Get onto it. It's the best. What are two or three books you could recommend to ML Nation? So Ego is the Enemy. I love that one. I said um, the 5 a.m. club. And the other thing, guys, is go do a book on your product. Like, you know, mine's mine's more around health. I went and just did some stuff on, on, on health in general, and I use that as content for six months, you know, because if whatever paragraph I learned, so Go learn a bit I, and whatever I'm, I can't recommend for you with product-wise or business-wise, depending on what business you do, but go read a book on what you do and then use that for content so, because but you become the educator. So the 5 a.m. club, ego is the enemy. That was a good one. And then go do a book on your business. So mine was the Clever, clever Guts Diet. I love that one. And here's the last question, the million-dollar question. You ready? Okay. So imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one. You're like an alien. You didn't know your kids. You didn't know your partner. But you had all your, your contact list was zero. But you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to build a network marketing business from scratch? Great question. Um, I Guys... I love, um, to me, my whole business is on Facebook and I love Facebook and I love the reels now. Uh, to me, that's, I would start from there and I would, I would then go through to groups. So I would, what do I think? If, but if I'm an alien, I want to have hobbies. So <laughs> I would find the hobbies, go join the groups, 
find my tribe, connect, be friends with those people and connect and, and join the group up that way. I have, a, I have a net though, Simon. My net goes out to a lot of platforms, but Facebook to me, that's that's where my mums are at. That's where my connection at, my storytelling's at. That's what I love. Hey, as we wrap up, any last words or advice? And then what's the best way listeners can connect with you, Annika? Yeah, well, I'm on um, Facebook, uh, you know, Annika Martin with a Y, um, A-N-N-I-K-A. Uh, I'm on Instagram. Um, I'm on TikTok. Uh, I, don't, no, I don't use TikTok as much as I should. I know I should. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm a sharer. Uh, I'm an absolute sharer. So Messenger to me is the best way to contact me. I'm, I'm, I run my whole life on Messenger. So if you need me or if you want to ask anything of any scripts, I'm happy. I'm so, so happy to share in anything. But my, my biggest advice, you know, to anybody of you out there, whether you are big or you're in this industry or you're small in this industry, you are in the right industry. Now is the time. Now we are on the ground floor for our industry in so many levels. The way, you know, the world's going for so many of us, um, you have the answer in your hands. You have every single opportunity to help so many people out there in the world, whether it's $300, whether it's a, a life-changing check, it doesn't matter. But you are in exactly the right place at the right time. And my nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Annika Martin. So keep up the momentum. Go to mlnation.com, click on the podcast tab at the top, and the show notes or the nuggets of wisdom that Annika shared will be right there. And make sure you definitely follow her on social media and on Facebook. Hey, in order to be successful in life, in business, and in network marketing, you must help others. So Annika, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much, Annika, and God bless you. Thank you so much, Simon. Well done. Thanks, everybody. Hey, ML Nation. I would love to prospect together with you and also help guide you on what to say, how to reply back to your prospects so that you can get your next customer or rep this week. You want to know how? Just go to PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. Again, that's www.PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. Hey, ML Nation, a great show from Annika Martin to Simon Chan. Give you a little recap here. Awesome stuff here. You know, how to build your confidence, right? How, if you believe you can't sell, how do you overcome that? Those are really big mindset shifts. I love what you said, helping people, right? Helping people and uh, building that self-confidence through, hey, through uh, personal development, being being foundation. And you know what? I think if you hit rock bottom, I like what she said. We all need to hit rock bottom. And, I, and, and as she said that, I realized there were times in my entrepreneurial career where I've hit bottom and rock bottom. And those are the times where I actually grew and learned the most. It's so, so true. And I love the fact that Annika was considered dumb and low IQ because in, you know what? Your EQ and social skills are often so, so much more important right? EQ, not being emotionally attached, being emotionally consistent, not getting too excited, not getting too down, staying level-headed. Because you know what? If you can't deal with rejection, if you can't deal with that, it's going to be difficult to become successful. And you have to understand, like, one way to reframe it, she she does a lot of reframing. They're not rejecting you. They're just rejecting the message, right? But if you feel you're not good enough, just go stay one step ahead. I love that. Share something, right? So if you learn something, like, for example, Here's a great example you can take action on. You learn something on this podcast. 
Go and take and share it with someone. Go and share it in the, uh, do a social media post. Write a quote about it. Write two sentences about what you share. The fact that you're doing that, focusing not just selling or to stop worrying about what people think about you, just go and share and focus on helping, that will believe you, build your self-confidence. I remember when I first started, I was like, who will listen to Simon Chan? When I started ML Nation, like, who's going to listen to a podcast? Who's going to listen to me talking? Who's going to listen to one of my live videos? I just, you know, if I focused on that, I would stop. Instead, I'll just say, hey, who can I help? I read something from this book. I'm going to share that. I learned this from my mentors. I share that. I learned from this from one of my mistakes I made in Malaysia. Hey, I'm going to share one of my mistakes and what you can do to expand to new markets. Just focus on helping. The keyword is helping, helping, staying one step ahead, always focus, helping others. You learn and you teach, right? You learn and you teach. Um, she shared about her light bulb moments, strategies and platforms, delegating is very important. Talk about culture. Culture starts with you staying consistent. Right. And that's credibility. Consistency builds credibility. And the business never sleeps. I like the shoes very no BS and talked about. It never sleeps. It goes on. And if you are stuck, it's because you ran out of contacts. You always got to be meeting new people every single day. Right. Um, the, and the breakthroughs may not come today. They may come a two weeks, two months, two. You know, I just, when she said that, I just remember connecting with someone like years ago. And I recently just had a major breakthrough because of that connection years ago. Right, so that's what the longer you stay in, the easier and easier it gets. Um, talk about stories as well. Like, I think this is a big part. A lot of you feel like, well, I haven't had any success. What can I share? You can share other people's stories. Your prospects don't know whether it's your downline, someone else's downline. It doesn't even matter. It's the profession. It's your company. That's what's important. Because ultimately, right, just because you're not successful, even put it, let's put it this way. Even you're not successful, it doesn't mean they can't because other people are successful. Highlight the stories. Okay. Facts tell, stories tell. Everyone needs to collect, be a collector of stories, share more success stories of people in your company. A uh, lot of good stuff here. Advice is, um, you know, don't be apologetic for what you can't do, right? Go out and do it. Um, and I love what she said. People are going to talk about you regardless of what you do. You might as well have them talk about something exceptional. And network marketing is definitely exceptional in the amount of stuff, good stuff we can create. Of course, it's bad stuff. But hey, we're out there helping people. This profession has so many benefits, has helped so many people and uh, empowered. And like she said, Anna Gachette, it's a personal development. That's a self-development plan with a pay plan attached to it, right? That's what network marketing is. Hey, thank you for listening. Leave me a review. Uh, I love, appreciate that. Leave a review for the podcast. Also, make sure you head over to mlnation.com. Click on the podcast tab. Go follow Annika Martin. Uh, Martin spelled with a Y, but you see it right in the show notes. Follow her on social media. See what she does because she's constantly providing value. I love the stuff she does with her team, the culture she creates. So, hey, thanks again, Annika, for being on the show. Thank you, ML Nation, for listening. I'm Simon Chan. I'm loud and proud to be part of this amazing profession. Now it's over to you. Go take action. Go be like Annika said. Be one step ahead, teach what you learn, and go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all.